Yeah, hello people of God. Welcome to the Word with Ralph Kobe Apia. So last week we spoke about a message titled The Ministry of Jesus and the Holy Spirit where we spoke about where the the the, the work of the Holy Spirit uh, in the ministry of Jesus and made you understand that there is a need for all of us to be uh, uh, um, to take the person of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit very serious in our walk with God because in our ministry in our walk with God and with with Christ we need the work of the Holy Spirit in us we need the person of the Holy Spirit in us we need the the, the 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 manifestations of the holy spirit in us so i made us all understand the importance of the spirit of god um today i'm going to speak on the topic i have entitled the holy spirit in the last days the holy spirit in the last days so i'm going to speak about the importance of the last days and uh the work of the holy spirit in the last days why we need the holy spirit in these last days and what are the last days okay so let us pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word we thank you for revelation we thank you for what you are about to speak to us we thank you for mysteries being revealed we thank you that you are blessing us with your word we thank you that all things are working out for our good in the name of jesus our prayer amen now when we read the book of joel chapter 2 the verse 1 to 2 the bible says that blow the trumpet in zion sound the alarm on my holy hill let all who live in the land tremble for the day of the lord is coming it is close at hand now this is where the prophet joel was prophesying the the end of of the days the, the last days where the the, the the coming of the lord and 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 joel was making them understand that the day of the lord is coming so re- let's read from chapter 2 the verse 3 to 5 the bible says that before them fire devours behind them a flame blazes before them the land is like the garden of eden behind them a desert waste nothing escapes them they have the appearance of horses they gallop along like cavalry with a noise like that of chariots they leap over the mountain tops like a crackling fire consuming stubble like a mighty army drawn up for battle so this is a scripture that um, joel was actually describing the army of god the last day army of god and joel was saying that before them the fire devices behind them the flood a flame blazes this is this is the description of god's army um in the last days that um Joel was describing that in the last days, this is the how the army of God is going to be like. They will have the appearance of horses. They will gallop along like cavalry with a noise like that of chariots. They will leap over the mountain tops and like a 
crackling fire consuming stubble and like a mighty army drawn up for battle so these are the, the this is the description of god's last day army who will come and they will be like a consuming fire that they will not be able to be consumed they will be like a fire blazing and they will be like what and before them will be like a garden of Eden, so much peace and behind them like a desert wait so th- this is god's army description that um joel was given in the last days how God's army are gonna be like how 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 God's army um, um are gonna have a, a lot of, of of things coming towards them, but they will not stumble, they will not break because they are like a consuming fire. That when even it looks dry, when the, there is a desert land behind them, when every situation looks dry, where they are being persecuted, it makes us understand that they will not stumble, they will not stumble, but they will stand on their ground. This was the description of God's army. Army Joel was describing to us that in the last days, yes, there is an army that will rise, a ghost army that will rise, that that they will even live upon, they will live they will leap over mountains that even when they are stumbling blocks standing over them because they are like a consuming fire because they, they are like horses that they that, that, that they are full of fire they will just leap over the mountains uh, that the mountains will not trip them down but they will leap over the mountains uh, they will leap over persecution uh, they will leap over troubles uh, they will leap over pains uh, they will leap over every situation the enemy will bring they will leap over it. They will leap over it. And 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 Joel even makes us understand in the in the verse six how the world will react to the second coming and the invading army that will come, the army of God. And he says that at the sight of them, nations are in anguish; every face turns pale. So it makes us understand. He made us understand that when we hear of the coming of Christ, one thing that people will that the reaction of the world will be they will be all scared. They will be scared when they hear the coming of Christ. They will be waiting and in fear. They will be waiting and in fear because when they hear these signs that are coming, the the world actually not the he was speaking about the world and not the army of Christ and not the people of God. But the world, the reaction of the world that don't believe in Christ, they will, they will be afraid when they hear the coming of Christ. They will be afraid when 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 the the the, the, the invading army comes, when the come when Christ comes back, the the, the 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 world will be in anguish and in and every face will turn pale, meaning that they will be like, wow, so they'll be like, hey, so it was true. Hey, so the message that was preached about Christ coming, it was true. They will stand and they'll be wow. They will be wild. They'll be in anguish. They'll they'll be standing there and be wondering what is happening. They'll be standing there and be like, so when we they preach the gospel that Christ will come indeed, it was true. We are learning about the last days and the work of the Holy Spirit, and I want to I want to clarify a lot of things about the last days. Now, these are we have been hearing messages about the last days. We've been I'm not the one to teach you about the last. I know there are people who have even gone deeper into studying the last days and and what is to come, and even making us understand that uh, as the the Laodicean Church, um, that is the days we are in. We are in the days of the Laodicean Church. There there are there are, there are a lot of scriptures 
scriptures there are a lot of sometimes you even see videos of the of the coming of christ there are videos on youtube on facebook where there are fires there are hell showing of hell and and of heaven and and believers we see such videos and we are we are scared to the core is that how it's supposed to happen? Are we supposed to be afraid? Is the coming of Christ a, a, a fear moment? Is it a moment we should be afraid of or is it a moment we should be excited about? Now, the book of Joel, chapter 28, the verse 29. Um, the Bible speaks about that, a very important thing. 28, verse 29. The Bible says that, And afterward, now, before that, let me read the purpose of 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 the army that God was speaking about. Um, Joel, Prophet Joel was speaking about. Sorry, um, Joel chapter two, the verse twelve. Now, Joel says that he was describing the people that will be part of the army of God. Joel was actually making us understand that which people can be part of the army of God. And Joel said that even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garment. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamities. Who knows, he may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing. Now, the prophet Joel was making them understand that when you return your heart and return to Christ with all your heart and not with your garments, meaning that not with an hypocritical ability, not, not pretending before men and, and in, in your garment, in your, in your real heart, you have the heart of wickedness, the heart of, 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 of lust, the heart of, of, of problems, the heart of pride but he's saying that when you return back to the father these are people that have accepted christ people that have have been invaded by the person of christ people that have have, have, have accepted as as the bible says in john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life and one thing we want to understand here is that when we believe belief comes from the place of the heart that you believe with your whole heart that when you are believing and you believe with your whole heart uh, that is when you come to the place of understanding that you receive eternal life so god's army here that joel was speaking about where where men that have shown this have shown sin, have shown the world, have let go their self-abilities. They have let go what they think they are of self-righteousness, but they have gone to the place of Christ. They have believed in the, 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 the eternity of the Lord. They have believed in the person of the Holy Spirit. They have believed in the person of Jesus. They have believed in the Son of Christ, and they have shown every evil. They have repented of their ways, and they have not repented in the garment and not in because of what men see but they have repented in the whole body in the whole soul in the whole spirit it is not about god that was the description the the prophet joel was given about god's army those who 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 are qualified to be part of the army of god in the last days 
these were the description the prophet joel was giving about i'm going to read a lot of joel concerning this because he actually prophesied a, a, a lot of detail about it so that i'm taking more of the prophet joel's description of the last days and um he says in the book of Joel chapter 2, the verse 29 to 28 to 29, he said that, And afterward I will pour out my spirit on all people, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Even on my servant, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Now, the prophet Joel was making us understand that in these last days also, apart from these signs we shall see, apart from what he calls the great and the, the great and terrible day of the Lord. Now he makes us understand that yes, there are gonna be a lot of signs. The moon turning red and all these things, they will happen, yes. But he said, In the midst of all these things, in the midst of all these things, he said, I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and the terrible day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved for on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be deliverance. And as the Lord had said, even among the survivors whom the Lord calls. Now, he makes us understand even all these things will happen before what he calls the great and terrible, terrible day of the Lord. Now, even in the midst of all these things that are to bring panic to the people of the world, to bring panic to people who have not believed in Christ, yes, to bring fear and a holy fear in people that are, are, not, are not saved yet. In the midst of all these things, the prophet Joel makes us understand that even in these last days, what will be a, 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 a significance, what will show that the last days have begun, yes, is that in the last days, God will pour out his spirit. And when he pours out his spirit, the young men and the old men shall dream and have visions. Now, where in the scripture do we see the beginning of the face of the outpouring of the spirit? Now, in the book of Acts chapter 1, the Bible makes us understand that Jesus told them to tarry in Jerusalem and that the Holy Spirit will come. So they should tarry and wait upon the outpour of the spirit of God. And in the chapter 2, as we term as the day of Pentecost, we understand that the Holy Spirit came down upon all men, and the Bible makes us understand that they even started to speak in what in another tongue. And the Peter stood up and made them understand that the revelation of Prophet Joel that all men that the Spirit of the Lord shall come upon all men. Peter made them understand that that was the manifestation of the prophecy that the Prophet Joel had given. So that was the first prophetic word manifestation of the last day that was manifested in the days of Pentecost. So Peter made them understand that the prophetic word about the last day has started manifesting. That is when they saw the outpour in the, in the upper room. So the last days actually began on the day of Pentecost. 
So the last days didn't start in 2000. The last day didn't start in 2012. The last days didn't start when, when, when everything started, the Catholicism and everything started. No, the last days started when there was an outpour of the Holy Spirit. Those were the, that, that was the beginning of the last days. That is what they term as the early rain. The early rain. Okay. Now, the book of James, book of James, chapter 5, the verse 7 to 8. Now, what I'm doing right now is letting you understand the last days and the purpose of um, the Holy Spirit in these last days. The book of James, chapter 5, the verse 7 to 8. Now, the Bible says that be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and the spring rain. Now, autumn, other scriptures will say the early and the latter rain. You to be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at your door. Now this makes us understand that there was that, that James was likening the the coming of the Lord like that of a farmer who is waiting for the land to yield crops in different different places, different times, different autumn and spring. He was likening the coming of the Lord as as when the farmer is waiting for the early rain and the latter rain. The rain that comes in autumn and the rain that comes in spring. And he makes us understand that, yes, we are supposed to wait. Just like the disciples waited for the early rain, there is a latter outpouring that is coming upon the face of the earth. That is going to show that this is the latter time the latter place, the latter, the latter um, yielding, the latter outpour, and we have already seen these latter outpours, and there are more to come. We have seen the days of ben, uh, of, of Benehin catching comas in the Azusa. We have seen all these latter rains, the outpour of the Holy Spirit coming so great upon people and we are seeing them in these days the latter rain the latter rain the latter rain we are in the times where the latter rain is pouring the latter rain is pouring the latter rain the outpour of the spirit is pouring the latter rain is pouring the latter rain is pouring the outpour of the holy ghost so the coming of the Lord is so near than ever before. And it is not to scare us, but it is to make us happy because there is a rain that is pouring, a latter rain that when it comes, all men shall shall what? Shall prophesy, all men shall dream dreams, all men shall see visions, all men shall hear and be instructed by the Lord, all men shall be comforted, all men shall 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 shall, shall have eternal life, all men shall have this. That, that this outpour, this person, this human being, this this spirit being, this person of the Holy Spirit, part of them. Now, in the book of Revelation, the Bible makes us understand that 
in the book of Revelation chapter 3, we don't know um, as, as the study of the uh, eschatology, we know that we are in the Laodicean church now. We are in the days of the Laodicean church and, and the Laodicean church was the church that was said to be the they are either cold or hot. They lack the fire. They they, they lack the, the zeal. They, they they lack the fire of God. And 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 one thing we have to understand that when we when we see the fire, if you are hot or cold, the book of Romans chapter twelve verse eleven actually defines what fire the fire of God means. So it defines when a believer is on fire. What it actually means. Romans. The book of Romans chapter 12, the verse 11. And the Bible says that, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spirit, your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. So, so, so what, 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 what he means is that, when we when we say spiritual fervor, spiritual fervor actually is our fire for God, the zeal of God, the the fervor, the spiritual fervor is fire. So when you are what you are you are you are you are not lacking in zeal, and you are keeping your spiritual fervor, your spiritual fire, your spiritual zeal, your spiritual fire for God, for for the spirit of God, for the spiritual things, for the supernatural. You, it makes you understand when you are so full of the Spirit of God, you are so full of the Holy Ghost, you are so full. Now, now, when you are full of this spiritual, you are full of the Spirit of God. You, I spoke about men full of the Holy Spirit in my full script, in my first place. So even the 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 church in the last days actually lacked the person of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So comparing the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 to 16 and the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 11, it makes us understand that in the church we are in, in the last day church, the Laodicean church we are in now, the church actually lacks the, 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 the person of the Holy Spirit in their lives. The church actually lacks the, the involvement of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So the Bible makes us understand that if you are either hot or cold, you are lukewarm. And when you are comparing it to the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 11, the fire of God, the, the spiritual fervor, which is our fire, which is the spirit of God in us. For us to be on fire, we need the person of the Holy Spirit in us and with us to stay on fire for God. And that is where we need the person of the Holy Spirit. So for us to be able to stay on fire in the last days, in these days of pestilence, in these days of persecution, in these days where there are a lot of things said against our God, that in these last days where there are a lot of lust, a lot of things that are coming, that are making us wonder if we are even uh, going to survive. There are a lot of things that are about to come, a lot of persecution, a lot of things, but in the God's army that is being raised, the army of God that is going to come upon the earth, the, the army of God are going to be men that are so full of the Spirit of God. Men that are so that have so much intimacy with the Holy Spirit that they will not be affected by the things and they will not stumble, as we said in the book of Joel, they will not stumble by mountains. They will 
They will not stumble by the deserts that is going to come upon them. They are not going to stumble because things are looking not impossible. But they will will not stumble because they are men full of the Spirit. They are men that have built intimacy with the Holy Spirit. So the purpose of the Holy Spirit in the end time is to keep us on fire. Is to keep us with our spiritual fervor. Because we need Him to be intimate with Him. For us to be what? To not lack the zeal and not to what to lose our spiritual favor so the number one purpose of the holy spirit after the outpouring we need him to keep us on fire to keep us on fire to keep our spiritual favor we need the person of the holy spirit in our lives so I began from making us understand that this is what the prophet Joel actually prophesied about. And I came to the place of when the Holy Spirit was released upon the earth. And the early rain and the latter rain. And I made us understand that we have experienced a part of the latter rain. And there is more of the latter rain to be released upon the earth. And that we are supposed to be excited because what makes us excited is that for us to be able to wait for that experience last experience of the latter rain that is about to pour we have to be on fire for the lord because in this and i, I made us understand that we are in the times of the laudition church as the eschatologists will say we are in the laudition church as the revelation of chapter 3 says uh, that we are in a generation now that a church now that lacks fire we are either hot or cold and the book of romans as i made us understand chapter 12 verse 11 makes us understand that we are to wait on the lord and not lack zeal and not to lack our fire for for God, but we are to what we are supposed to keep our spiritual favor, and I made us understand that in order to keep this spiritual fire, this spiritual favor, this zeal, we need to be men who are full of the spirit. And how do you keep being full of the spirit by being intimate, by being fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, by enjoying the personality of the spirit, by being led by the Holy Spirit? So this this is what it makes us understand that the person of the Holy Spirit in these end times is very, very important. That we don't need him just to, to, to prophesy to people. That in the first one, he makes us understand that the first outpour comes with the gift of prophecy. It comes with the gift of seeing and dreaming, the, the gift of having visions. Those are very key importance of 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 the outpour of the spirit so a lot of people instead men and women will prophesy they will see jewish things they will have dreams so the outpour of the of the spirit actually comes with the 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 visions and the dreams and the prophetic it actually comes with it yes but as we are awaiting for the coming of the lord he makes us understand that we have to keep our fire for the Lord. As James says that we have to wait like, like the like the farmer waits for the autumn rain and the, the, the spring rain for him to see his crops to grow. For us to be able to wait for such times and to, to, to grow in the Lord. For us to grow and to see fruitfulness. For us to grow and to see just like the farmer wants to see the crops grow. And it's, it's waiting for the rains that will keep the, the, the crops alive. Now these rains that the farmer 
always for we also wait for these reigns as men and women of God, women of Christ, women that are men and believers that that, that, that we have to understand that until we are we are in intimacy with the Spirit of God, until we are in intimacy with the Holy Spirit, we cannot be kept on fire. We will lose this fire. We will lose this fire that the book of Revelation was speaking about. We will lack that zeal that the book of Romans was speaking about. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Let him hear what the Spirit says. We have to not take the work of the Holy Spirit lightly because we need Him in these end times where everything is looking important, where there are a lot of talk of money, where we are, we, where the moment we get a job, we are forgotten God. The moment we get money, we are forgotten God. In the times where we are neither hot nor cold, we go to dead clubs, we go and sing, we go and fornicate, we go and do a lot of things and we go back to church and we are, we are, we are, we are being hypocritical before men. We are pretending, as the prophet Joel said, that not in our garment, but with our heart. So there are men that are going before God in their garment, but they are not going before God with their heart. They are going before God with their garment, but they are not going before God with their heart. Listen, we have to wait upon the Lord and stay on fire. And one way to stay on fire is when you are in constant fellowship with the Spirit. When you are in intimate relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will convict you of every sin. The Holy Spirit will comfort you. The Holy Spirit will instruct you. We learned these things in the early messages that were recorded that the holy spirit actually shows us what is to come he's going to show you what is to come he's going to reprove you or to convict you of sin everything the holy spirit does is to keep your spiritual fervor your spiritual fire your spiritual zeal on course to for the coming of the lord because when the when the lord comes and we are still not on fire we are not even up to the standard and to the the the, the, the threshold to what he wants us to be it is going to be a great and listen people that have lost the zeal have lost the fire for god the coming of the lord will take them by surprise but men that are full of the holy spirit huh, who are so still keeping on the faith huh, and they are not being fearful but they are faith filled huh, and they are waiting for the latter rings and for the coming of the Lord. Such men will come and experience the glory of God. Beloved, I just want you to understand that we need the Holy Spirit in these last days. And I pray that you will hear the word of the Lord and you, you will take the person of the Holy Spirit seriously in our lives. God bless you for listening and bye-bye.